I'm getting pretty good with this one. Setting your boundaries. What are you saying no to? The reason I think it's real important to start now and to really think about these things is we're moving into a new decade. And I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions because I really just want to be doing good shit all the time. Welcome to part two of our special holiday edition. First, we've learned that we need to choose our own happiness as we head into the holiday season, right? So today we'll be diving in on all things overwhelm. A lot of people really feel that the holiday season can be the most overwhelming time of year because you just have so much extra stuff to do. There's presents to buy, presents to wrap. There's also the money part that comes into play, not to mention all the holiday parties that you're going to be invited to and just the sheer amount of things of that you need to get done, right? All the cooking, the cleaning, you might have people visiting. There really is a lot going on. But I wanted to start with the choosing your happiness episode first before we moved into overwhelm because overwhelm seemed like the obvious one that we know that everyone's going to struggle with. And I really wanted you to set the intention first about choosing your own happiness and think about those thought patterns before we dived into overwhelm. I guarantee if any of you guys did the work and journaled or wrote down your top 50 list, that overwhelm popped up probably a couple of times, right? So now that you know that's something that you struggle with and you know that's something that you want to eliminate out of your life in order to be happy, we can really tackle it here. But remember these tips also, even though this is a special holiday edition, since we're in this time of year, remember these tips can be applied to anything in your life and you should take them into 2020. You should take them into the new year. And let's just look at this as a practice run, right? Like how do you, all of this is practice. All these things I share with you, these are all things I still practice every day and not every day is perfect, but I do have the tools and the self-awareness to just know I need to do a little bit better or that I can do a little bit better. And it lets me know that I can choose again when something starts to slip. But real quick, before we actually get into the episode, I wanted to remind you guys that we're working on the Q&A episode. So submit your questions. I'm challenging you to come up with some really fun questions. I'm sure if you listen to the podcast, you know, I have a big personality and not a lot scares me or offends me. So I want you to bring your A game and come up with some really, really good questions for our Q&A episode. I'm super excited about it. I've had a couple of questions and things come up from some of my close friends and stuff, but I want to hear from you guys. All right, let's head back into the part two of our holiday episodes. So as you think of 2020 and you think of this holiday season, I just want you to really think about how do you want to feel as you go into this? You know, we talked about choosing happiness, which I know everyone is choosing. So now we've really got to battle our overwhelm. And the reason I think it's real important to start now and to really think about these things is we're moving into a new decade. And I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions because I really just want to be doing good shit all the time, just not in the beginning. And it feels super cliche. And I'm one of those people that anytime something becomes super cliche, like I'm automatically like counterculture. It's really because I think I just internally have always kind of known better that it's a crock of shit. Like you get motivated for like a month or two and nothing happens. So I am working on some tips and ideas on how we can navigate navigate the new year 
But I really wanted you to think about how you can use these weeks leading up to it for practice. And think about this. When someone says, we're about to be in the 20s, what do you immediately think about? We were talking about this at work the other day. And I was like, well, when someone says the 20s to me, I automatically think about the 1920s. Flapper girls, speakeasies, prohibition. Like that's immediately where my mind goes to. So I think it's amazing. We're about to hit the 2020s. Like that's so wild to me. So I'm super excited. I'm super excited about these last couple of weeks. I'm super excited about heading into the new year with just ready to kill it and this amazing mindset. All right, so let's talk about overwhelm. So this is something that I know we all deal with all the time, not just during the holiday season because we are the burnout culture. And I get it. But a lot of this stuff I've realized is I've been paying attention. All of this stuff is all stuff that we have control over. As I've been doing the work, I uncover new things all the time about myself and little habits that I have. So my first tip for battling overwhelm as we head into the holiday season is to just be still and take a deep breath. When you're overwhelmed and you have a bunch of things to do, it's really hard to get any of them done because you can't focus and you can't think because your brain is just racing about all the different things you have to do. I know it sounds counterintuitive to just say, be still and take a deep breath. And you're like, I have a thousand things I have to do. I don't have time to be still, but you do. Because if you don't take a few minutes to ground yourself and think about what are your real priorities here, you won't get any of it done or you'll just be so frazzled, you won't get any of it done right, or you might have to go back and redo something. This happens to me all the time. I used to be the queen of multitasking, but now I realize I hate it. I can't stand multitasking because I'm just not paying attention. I'm not paying attention. I'm not giving it my all and I'm not doing my best. And I find myself having to go back and redo things. And now that's more of a waste of time, right? So just be still, take a deep breath before you start anything. And think about what is it that you really, really need to accomplish and be super fucking intentional. I know this is annoying. We talk about it all the time in my group, but you have to be annoyingly intentional. Like, what is it that I'm going to do? And literally just focus on that one thing. Be present in that one moment and get it done. Not only will you feel good about just being present in the present moment and your brain will just be more calm, but you'll just be happy that you got it done. And it allows you to focus and move through the next task with a little bit more ease and a little bit more flow. Some people I know do time blocking where they set timer on their phone or I use Alexa a lot. So it's not on my phone because that's my next point is my phone totally fucking distracts me. I find myself the other night sitting in the kitchen and my kid walked away for like two seconds to like go get something out of their book bag. And I immediately just picked up my phone. And I was like, I don't know how to be just still in a moment. I have the need or feel the need to literally fill every fucking moment of my day. Like think about it and pay attention to it. And if you can't do it for yourself, do it to other people. Like watch them. If you're just sitting there or you're just waiting or, you know, someone's in a meeting or they're waiting for the meeting to start or whatever it is that you do. Like if you're playing with your kids and they walk away to go to the bathroom, I guarantee you the first thing that anyone does is pick up their phone. I do it all the time too. Sometimes I challenge myself. Like when I go to doctor's offices or if I'm in line at the grocery store or something like that in a salon, I challenge myself 
to not pick up my phone and just pay attention to what's going around me and really just practice being in the moment. Because that's how you get there is practice. And that's the only way to really calm your mind and really enjoy anything is just being in the moment. Also, another thing you can do in the vein of really being intentional with your time and managing your overwhelm is to plan everything out. So I use a passion planner. A lot of people I know use the law of attraction planner, but we really get super intentional and just like write down what we want to accomplish in our days, what we want to accomplish in our weeks and kind of set some goals. So you could do that as well. I'll tag my passion planner in the show notes if you guys want to look it up. But always remember, things take longer than you think they will. So you should always prioritize like three things that you're going to get done that day and write those three things in your planner and physically block the space off in your planner. So you know that during that time, that's all you have to focus on. My other favorite new habit that I'm really trying to create around taking away some of the overwhelm out of my life is delegating. And I bet that a lot of you guys struggle with this too. I have a really hard time delegating. I don't know if it's the control issues (laughs) that I have or just that mentality that we've all been drilled with that, you know, if you're not doing everything as a mom, that you're just not doing a good job. I have a really hard time asking my husband and or my kids to do things around the house. And I'm like, hello, this is people sitting right here who are willing and able to help me. For one, my husband will do anything. I just have to ask. And he never pushes back on anything I ask him to do. So I don't know why I don't ask more. And then my kids, a lot of times, especially my youngest, she wants to help. So why don't I give her little tasks to do that lighten my load? Like she would love to do it. And not everything has to be perfect. So just let control go. Let go of that control and just delegate and enjoy your time. I had this shoe rack that had been sitting on my steps for weeks because I just wouldn't put it together because I felt quote unquote too busy and it was just sitting there. So finally today I asked my husband, I was like, hey, can you put together the shoe rack for me? Because I really want to put it in my closet and organize, but I just, I just can't do it. I just don't want to do it. He was like, yeah, sure. He literally had it done in like 15 minutes, put it in the closet, put my shoes on it and everything done. Meanwhile, I don't know what I was doing, working out or taking a bath or something else that I really wanted to be doing. I was like, wow, how come I don't ask for this help more often? Like women, we just have this so ingrained in us to just not ask for help. My other new favorite thing is outsourcing my grocery shopping. I'm sure a lot of you live somewhere that offers Instacart. And yes, it costs a little bit more than just going to the grocery store yourself. But dude, the 20 bucks that I might spend extra on fees or tipping somebody is so worth the two or two and a half hours it takes to plan out your list, go to the store, buy the groceries. And of course, if you're like me, I can't just go to one store. There's something I got to get at Target. There's something I got to get at Trader Joe's. It takes a lot of time. Then you have to come home. You have to unload. You have to put it away. I mean, think of all the things you could get done in those two hours, two and a half hours. That's two hours right there that you could work on anything. You could work out. You could take a bath. You could spend some time playing games with your kids. All things that would make you feel really good that you probably wrote on that list of choosing to make yourself happy, right? Probably something off of that list that you wrote on your top 50 when you were trying to figure out what made you happy, right? There's so many different ways. Also, last but not least, and I'm getting pretty good with this one, is setting 
your boundaries. What are you saying no to this holiday season so that you can say yes to yourself? Just let that one sink in for a second. What are you saying no to so that you can say yes to yourself? I think the best example of this during the holiday season is feeling like you don't have to go to every single holiday party that you are invited to. You don't. You don't even have to go to the work one if you don't want to. If it doesn't make sense, shit, you don't even have to go to the family one if you don't want to. You don't have to do anything. You do what feels right for you. You do what's going to make you happy. So let that one sink in. Or maybe it's just anything. Maybe it's not a holiday party. Maybe it's just regular shit that comes up during this time of year that would come up during any time of year. Think about those boundaries that you can put in place. And maybe these boundaries are at home with your family or with your kids just so you can create more space to do the things that you want to do. Maybe these boundaries you need to set with yourself. Just think about it. What are you saying no to so that you can say yes to yourself? All right, ladies, those are my big tips to help us navigate this holiday season and relax and enjoy it for what it's really worth. It's really about spending time with your friends and your family. So focus on that and focus on creating amazing memories, not the overwhelm. And if you enjoyed today's episode, head over to iTunes, leave a review and share it with your girlfriends. Let's share and spread the word and lift each other up.